This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. the Now News Panel on AMI-tv. I'm Dave Brown, joined by Joy Gupta and Michelle McQuig. One more topic to discuss, and that is oaths to the king. New Brunswick Liberal Member of Parliament, Rene Arsenault, wants to eliminate mandatory oaths to the king. The MP introduced a private member's bill that would strip down the oath. Section 112... Oh, I should push my glasses up and put on a nerd voice. Section 128 of the Constitution demands that every newly elected or appointed parliamentarian swear that they will be faithful and bear true allegiance to the reigning monarch. There we go. Best nerd voice ever. Uh, <laughs> that stripped down oath would simply state that as a, an office holder carry out their duties in the best interest of Canada while upholding its constitution. Uh, this story got some people riled up, including Joy Gupta. What do you want to explore here? Uh, just, you know, whether it's something that even that Canadians are even really thinking about and given that we all have bigger fish to fry and some people might argue this pales in comparison to housing and healthcare and other problems, but also just thinking about uh, how this might stack up compared to the, you know, when we think about the overall pageantry associated with um, with the parliament uh, and, and what our personal views on preserving the oath or discarding it might be. Sorry, Joey, to having some technical trouble in here. My laptop battery is about to die, which would be unfortunate <laughs> to execute the show. Uh, Michelle, your reaction to this story? Um, I feel in a way like personal opinion doesn't particularly matter, not and not just because it seems to be pretty well divided down the middle in terms of Canada and Canadians themselves. So hard to gauge politically how this could land. But I feel like this is a fundamentally uh, kind of flawed premise to try and change this via a private member's bill. This is something that is baked directly into our Constitution uh, when Canada was formed, that made all kinds of sense, given the structure that we were trying to break away from. Um, a private member's bill, I think there, there's appetite out there without question for that kind of thing. We've seen pushback against oaths to the king, especially since the queen died a couple of years ago. But a private member's bill is slapping a bandaid on something and, and de detangling Canada from the monarchy will involve a huge complex, fundamental revisit of the Constitution, and I don't think a private member's bill is, is the way to tackle this sort of thing. Don't make me put on my nerd voice again, because I'll do it. Uh, Joita, I, I, I can't say that I've got particularly strong feelings about the story specifically, but it does fit into something broader that I feel about halls of government and parliament, and that's the bunch of nonsensical pomp and circumstance and shenanigans that are done all the time in halls of government, new shoes on budget day, dragging the speaker of the house to his chair in like total performative nonsense. Like I, I, I get how this falls into the constitution and why, and why that's important and why this is a conversation worth having in earnest. But I'm also just naturally an absurdist. And I think, I think there's a lot of performative garbage that we do in the halls of parliament that distract from actually doing meaningful work that serves Canadians. 
it adds a bit of character to the, to the proceedings. I mean, what's yeah. the harm in buying a new pair of shoes or, you know, dragging the speaker to the house or, you know, in, in England, they have this whole tableau where they go and knock on the door and there's oh, all yeah. kinds of, you know, there's all kinds of <laughs> yeah. traditions and, and ceremony right. that goes, it's, it's fine. It doesn't hurt anybody. I think, um, the distinction here is uh, that it, that that swearing allegiance to the crown, the, uh, treating the monarch as the personification of the state, can be very painful for people. Yes. Uh, the person who brought forward the private members bill is Acadian, and you know they faced um, crack repression and were expelled by the crown in the 18th century. Then you've got. Uh, you know the Irish that have their grievances with the with the king. You've uh, got French Canadians who aren't thrilled about it. Yep. Actually, you know, in the in Quebec, they did change the oath uh, of office. Um, I think they were just able to pass some legislation to, to make that change, and no one seems to have objected at the moment. And you know, given that we have some very thorny conversations about reconciliation and the treatment of Indigenous people in particular, uh, it doesn't seem like continuing to swear allegiance to the crown is necessarily in the same vein um, as also trying to reconcile with indigenous people. So there are all of these thorny historical factors that come into play, which makes this, you know, you can't assume office unless you take the oath, which makes this a little more problematic than just say buying a new pair of shoes. Yeah, I, I, and I acknowledge that, right? I, I acknowledge that sincerely and earnestly there's a conversation to be had here about Canada's relationship with the monarchy. But, Michelle, I'm inclined to sort of land where you're at. If this is really about opening up the Constitution, let's do that con like let's do that conversation and not worry about, like, optics, you know? Like, I'm going back to this yeah, thing yeah. about optics versus, like, meaningful change. Uh, yeah, I, I was. I wanted to clarify my stance of just because a conversation is complex and difficult does not mean it's not worth having. I, I, I that's not in any way what I'm saying. I just on this particular issue, I just don't know if a private member's bill, while it might be expressing genuinely held opinions and 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 be a gateway into exploring an important issue, is not necessarily the way to address this now. That said, the spirit of what's being proposed is interesting, and the oath itself doesn't strike me as unreasonable. So it might, maybe this is a template for people who want to actually have this conversation and and go where we can't. But um, yeah, I, I just I just feel like it's a bit of a band aid on on a solution or on a, an issue that's a lot more complicated than this. Um, but Joey is right. There are lots of very valid. Uh, an interesting grounds for, for having concerns around an oath to the monarchy. And it's definitely worth noting that Republican sentiment in Canada is alive and well. There's no question that there is a strong faction of Canadians who would like to see not just this private member's bill adopted and who are who are praising it for its potential efforts to to set yeah. this conversation in motion. But there's a, a strong, strong monarchist component here as well. And I suspect from what the government's been saying that they're prepared to push back on their own member here. There's, they, they, they haven't commented directly on the bill, but they're saying, oh, we will comment. So uh, I think that will be an interesting signal to see. Like the, the, e, e, That in and of itself is a bit of a signal that they're going to have some stronger words to say than usual. So I'll be interested to see where that lands. And also, Joita, I'm totally with you. Shoes to Parliament, dragging speakers to the chair, it adds a bit of character to what can otherwise be uh, a relatively dry yeah. proceeding. And, so and, until you accidentally acknowledge a Nazi in Parliament, and then the whole oh. thing falls apart. Oh. Okay, that's it. Got to go. Uh, Michelle, have a nice weekend. Talk to you on Monday. Sounds good. Thanks, Dave. Joita, you have a nice weekend, too.
Thank you, you as well. That's Michelle McQuig, weekend news editor at the Canadian Press. Judah Gupta is the host of The Pulse on AMI-audio. Coming up after the break, it's the regional news update and a sports chat with Brock Richardson. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.